Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report, show number 172. This is for uh, March 25th already. It's crazy. We can't be that far. We are. No, we can't. We, we can't. Are. There's racing going on this weekend. Yeah. It's still January, isn't it? Coming at you live from our, uh, well, at least Ron and I from our Hammerdown Racing Report home studios. Jerry's at Tim Sims. It's the Hammerdown. The Hillbilly High Base. Ham, it's the Hammerdown uh, Racing Report presented by Oakshade Raceway. Speaking of Oakshade Raceway, I have something that people have been asking for. So we'll talk about that really? later on. Yeah. Yeah, it's right over. A winning lottery right ticket? Right there. Right there on that screen. You want a little uh, preview of it? If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio sure. or anywhere else, this is going to mean absolutely nothing to you. But it's okay. It's going to be quick. There it is. Whoa. There it was. What was that? That was a tease, Scott. That's what that was. So we'll talk I thought more. I saw, thought I saw something that said Oakshade, though. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's the we'll, – we'll start out with a little teaser here. Uh, the Bill Reckner Memorial, April 24th. We already knew that was going to be opening night. Guess what class is on that uh, on that on that night? That usually isn't sprint cars. What do you drive, Ron? My wife crazy. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I got something Oakshade re- Raceway related too. Really? You want to save that, or are we gonna? It looks like a sprint. I may car. have to send. Who is that? Oh, Hewitt. Jack that Hewitt. That is none other than Jack Hewitt. Very nice. I will. Uh, yeah. What's even more nice is that you actually made that work with your webcam. Hey. <laughs> Coming at you live on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Make sure to like us uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter at Hammer Report. Um, you can also listen to us, of course, on your favorite podcasting platform, yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. Uh, check out our website, HammerdownRacingReport.com. Tonight on the show... And I'm surprised he's not here yet. I might have to track him down during uh, the racing roundup here. But uh, we'll be speaking to Rick Eshelman. The what's going on down there? Things are moving. I'm Jerry. trying to get. I see the lights are a little. Oh, okay. Washing, washing me out a little. Just trying to. I looked up and things were moving. I thought I missed something there. Uh, Rick Eshelman, voice of the world of outlaws, Morton Building Late Model Series, will be joining us. Also, he's a former announcer Toledo Speedway, Oakshade Raceway. Uh, what was Flag City Motorsports Park, which is now Mill Street Speedway again, um, among other places, Eldora. So um, I'm sure he's got lots of stories. Uh, we'll be talking to him a little bit. Uh, also coming up, uh, the weekend weather pit stop with Ryan Weekman. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff. We have uh, Hammerdown Hotline. I already gave Ron a little teaser. Jerry, you didn't get to hear it yet, so you're going to have to wait for that. I want to thank Oakshade Raceway, of course, where the fastest meet to race are, of course, our presenting sponsor, racing every Saturday night. April 24th, opening night. And if you missed it, Late Models will be on the bill for that opening night. Uh, Late Models Sportsman Bombers and Compacts is Bill Rector Memorial. Uh, Unless that's a a typo, this is a rough draft of the schedule, which will be posted shortly after the show because i got to get that on the website. I didn't have time to do it before. We'll go through the rest of the schedule a little bit later as well for Oakshade Raceway. Looking forward to that. And got Chrissy confirmed for uh, later next month to talk about things at, at Oakshade. In a couple of weeks, uh, we'll be talking to Doug and uh, uh, Chris from Sandusky Speedway about their schedule. They're going to get things going here in a few weeks. So 
Lots to talk about. Wadesfield getting things going this weekend, too. We'll talk about that. Uh, I want to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, Mill Street Speedway, Big D's Pizza. We have uh, how many prize tonight. And uh, speaking of how many, we have a special how many prize coming up next month that we're going to do a little tease for, too. Uh, so that's a tease for a tease. That's a, <laughs> that's a layered tease right there. And, of course, Ron Miller Race Cars. And Ron has internet again. Oh, he's, yeah. He's not using Yay. the dial-up, so we can actually hear him and see him tonight. So You know, Scott, what's really crazy is that when I first got on the internet, late 80s, ToastNet was my service provider, and it was dial-up. And, boy, it was, it was pretty scary. I, I guess at the time we were cutting edge with ToastNet. And, uh, you know, we went through several different incarnations and, I'm back with Toastnet. Well, I'm very pleased. As long as it works, that's that's yeah. all that matters. And it is. So it's good to have you back. It's been oh, like it's you, good to be back. It's been like you were. We were trying like to keep you months. there, but uh, it, it was tough. Uh, we had some racing action this past weekend. Actually, even some local action. Uh, why don't you talk about that, Jerry? And I'm going to go find Rick. Racing roundup. All right, you go find Rick, and we'll talk about the racing action in our area and throughout the country. This week's Racing Roundup brought to you by Tim Sims, powered by racing and down and dirty racewear here in Lima, Ohio. You can see them at some of the local tracks and even nationally throughout the season with the uh, Dirty Dicks racewear and Dirty Girl racewear as well. Racing Roundup and at a local racing action, Attica Raceway Park in action last Saturday. Sykeston, Missouri's Hunter Schoenberg, 100%, was able to navigate through traffic and hold off a late-range charge to score his first-ever Attica Raceway Park 410 sprint victory. Ryan Markham held off Rusty Schlenk to lead all 25 laps of the late-model feature for his 17th career win. Five-time defending 305 champ Paul Weaver earned his 57th career 305 victory after fending off Steve Rando. Man, Weaver's so tough to beat in the 305s up there. In Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series action, rough track conditions at Saturday at Brownstown, Indiana, caused three late models, including Brian Shirley, to flip over and one driver, Fast Eddie of Lebanon, Ohio, being transported to the hospital, which forced the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and Brownstown Speedway officials to postpone the remainder of the Indiana Icebreaker to Sunday, May 2nd. Hudson O'Neill won the Buckeye Spring 50 at on Sunday at Atomic Speedway for his second series win of 2021 and is now on top of the Lucas Oil point standings. In World of Outlaws, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Car Series action, Sheldon Hottenshield came from six to win Friday's Dryden Texas two-step at Cotton Bowl Speedway in Texas, making him the first repeat winner in the series this season. Saturday at Cotton Bowl, it was Brad Sweet who led 28 of 30 laps for his second series win of the year. Next up for the Outlaw Sprint Series, Friday at US 36 Raceway in Missouri, and then the Jason Johnson Classic at Saturday at Lake Ozark Raceway in Eldon, Missouri. And at Bristol Speedway in Bristol, Tennessee, Chris Ferguson won Friday Super Late Model feature over Kyle Larson and Jonathan Davenport. Other Friday night winners, winners included McGuire DeLong in the Sport Mods, Kyle Heckman in the Modifieds, Cass Fowler in the 602 Crate Late Models. In Saturday's finale, Jonathan Davenport passed Larson to win the $50,000 Super Late Model main event with Scott Bloomquist finishing third. Hunter Anthony appeared to win the Hornet feature, but was DQ'd for not wearing gloves after the race, giving the win to Jake Benichek. Kyle Strickler flew in from the postponed Brownstown event to win the Open Modified feature, and Dolan Murdy beat his dad, Damon Murdy, in the stock car feature, and Austin Dillon won the 602 Crate Light Model feature on Saturday. In NASCAR action, Kyle Busch dominated to win his 60th NASCAR Truck Series win on Saturday at Atlanta Motor Speedway. 
Justin Allgaier held off a hard-charging Martin Truex Jr. in Saturday evening's NASCAR Xfinity Series Echo Park 250 to win his 15th career Xfinity race. Ryan Blaney tracked down Kyle Larson late in Sunday's Cup Series Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 in Atlanta. Next up in NASCAR action, the Pinty Truck Race on Dirt at Bristol Motor Speedway on Saturday at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. The Cup Series will also be in action with the Bristol Dirt Heat Races on Saturday at 6 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. And then the Food City Dirt Race at Bristol will be on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. The Xfinity Series is off until Martinsville on Friday, April 9th at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. In other racing notes, Buddy Kofoid won Friday night's Power Eye Lucas Oil National Midget League at Monarch Motor Speedway. Kofoid won again at Monarch on Saturday after overcoming a flat tire while leading and having to restart at the tail with just six laps remaining. And that'll do it for this week's racing roundup brought to you by Tim Sims and Down and Dirty Racewear. A little sidebar to uh, Rusty Schlink's second place finish. Um, Danny Schlink, Rusty's wife, uh, was on pins and needles the entire night as her son started outside of Rusty on the feature and uh, raced hard with him most of the show. Uh, and, and Danny was just not real pleased with all of that. <laughs> that, that was her baby. Where, where did he end up finishing? Third. Very awesome. Very cool. I got some bad news. Rut row. Rick is having car trouble. Really? Oh, no. Yeah, and I can share a story about that, too. Okay. Pardon me. Still still uh, chatting with. Still trying to get him on. Uh, he says that he's going to need to reschedule, but I'm going to try and, try and uh, talk him into coming on. I'm like, his, your phone doesn't work when you when you're, you have car trouble? What's, well, what's I, with I the finger? I have a fill-in if we have to. Oh, do you? I, I have head hillbilly. Tim Nichols sitting over here. We can always bring him in to to slide in next to me and talk a little bit about the simulators and, and the things going on here at the Hillbilly High Banks, if you'd like. Well, we could do that, or I could uh, open up, uh, I could share the link to join, and we could just have a free-for-all. Anybody wants to join in? Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. I don't we know. We have a full, a full room. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. Uh, speaking of, uh, of Rick Eshelman Car Trouble, I, I actually met him uh, working at Flag City when I started announcing back in 96, I think it was. God, you're I know. You are old. Wow. I know. Ninety six. You were like you were like a teenager, weren't you, Ron? Yeah. Ninety six. I was in the Navy. Oh wow! I did not know that. Yeah, uh, anyways, I, I, uh, I was still a teenager. Driving back after, um, where were we? We're driving back after a Sunday night at uh, Flag City Motorsports Park at the time, the Mill Stream, whatever. And uh, yeah, Dave doesn't even have the link. You're right. It's very sacred. Rick has the link, but he's not using it. He was even going, this is the weird thing, too. I'll, t I'll tell you this story. Uh, but first, we were driving back, and I think this was when I was married or engaged still. Yeah, it was a long time ago. And, and so it's been a minute. She was with me. And uh, we're driving back, and we see a car on the side of the road. Uh, it's just south of Bowling Green on 75 coming back north because he used to live up in the Detroit area and commute down there. And I was in the Toledo area, so, you know, going back the same way. Saw a car on the side of the road. I was like, man, that looks a lot like Rick's car. I was like, I think that was Rick. So we got to the next turnaround, came back, and uh, so, got so back. So you circled, you circled back. Circled back and stopped, and uh, yeah, it was it was Rick. Rick was having car trouble back in 96, and apparently it's still a, a thing for him. Same so, car? 
I don't know. I was going to ask him that. No, no, no hey, one look, it could that, be the same car. That car was was old in 96. It was probably an 80s Yeah, that's something. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> an 84 celebrity, Chevy celebrity. So, I think it yeah. was a Ford or a Mercury. I don't remember, but uh, anyway. You better figure out how to get on with this. Otherwise, this is going to be just a, a, a horrible bash Rick dot night. I know. That's all right. He'll, he'll make no, up for no, it. No, no. We'll sure. never bash him. But uh, he he's always been the the type of guy that uh, he fears technology. He doesn't really fear technology. I, I won't. I don't want to say parent. Maybe he is paranoid. You know, like uh, Big Brother. I'm staying. He likes to stay off the radar. But he's not like um, who was that crazy guy that lived in a shack. I don't. I don't. I'm not going to compare him to. <laughs> Sounds anyway. a whole lot like sounds a whole lot like Gary Lindell. I wonder if there's a connection there. Kinda, but I think Rick is even worse. Like he didn't. He, Gary's got a Facebook page. Rick's never been on Facebook. He's never been on Twitter. He did. He had a flip phone. He was like you, Ron, with the flip phone thing for years, and all of a sudden he appeared on Twitter. I know you got a real phone for, and it's awesome. But he he appeared on Twitter a couple of I think like in January, and so that was actually one of the questions I wanted to ask him was. Did somebody force you to get onto Twitter? Was this a World of Outlaws thing? <laughs> and, then, and then when I gave no, him the mandate. yeah, and then when I gave him the link, you know, I said you can use the uh, the link to join the show. Uh, you know, if you got a computer with a good internet and a camera, or even a smartphone, but I doubt you have a smartphone. He's like, I'll use my smartphone. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy? So, yeah. I think he's uh, the World of Outlaws at Cherokee this weekend. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, I think. Give so. me. Sp- I got to step away from the camera for just a moment. I'll be right back. Thanks for the warning. Bye. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, one more uh, announcement for uh, racing roundup. Actually, it's not really racing roundup, but uh, a note for this weekend: Friday's event at U.S. Uh, Friday's World of Outlaws NAS Energy Drink Sprints event at uh, U.S. Thirty Six Raceway in Missouri has been canceled due to heavy rains today. And uh, a new story I wanted to get to too. Uh, did you see the, uh, the, the post uh, Dave actually shared this on our hammer down racing report, uh, Facebook page about red farmer. I did the, the tornado that, uh, Oh, it made a horrible mess of his place. Yeah. Yeah. It looked, uh, like his, uh, hauler got uh, smashed by a tree. It wasn't good, but tornadoes, I guess, down there. He's in Alabama, I think it Alabama, is. Alabama, correct. Yeah. So let me let me see if I can pull those up real quick here, if just in case you didn't see it, because uh, it was pretty uh, pretty impressive. It, it looked like it peeled the siding off his house, but at least his house uh, was still standing, and he was okay. And it looked like his uh, wife, or uh, I'm assuming that was his wife in the picture, was okay as well. Here we go. Here it is. So there's some of the uh, some of the stuff. Can can you bring up the one with his race car in yeah, it? Yeah, let me see. If we get that a little bigger there. Can't really tell if the the car's smushed there or not, but uh, Ron Miller can fix that, right? That's it. Yeah, figured as much. Ah, uh, well, unfortunately, sometimes uh, things happen during when you schedule things live. So uh, it 
We'll uh, we'll try and we'll see if we can. I don't have anything scheduled for next week. I was going to try and get a feature winner from either Waynesfield or uh, Atticon Attica. next week, but uh, maybe we'll see if Rick wants to join in for that. Assuming he doesn't maybe have car trouble, could be the same person. Attica and Waynesfield, yeah. As long as Attica yeah. and uh, as of this morning or this afternoon, Attica is still on for tomorrow night. They have not postponed to Saturday, so yes, it could still be the same person. As of now, they're going to do an update in the morning, depending on how much rain. Uh, they get overnight and how the winds are, I guess. And, and like I said, we got Ryan Weekman with the weekend weather pit stop coming up. The first of the year, actually. I finally Scott, before we uh, actually, it was something I wanted to talk to Rick about, too, because uh, he's always got a, a, a bird's eye view of what's going on. Um, and, and we've talked about it a little bit. A lot of uh, a lot of tracks are seeing uh, an alarming number of dirt late models rolling over. And uh, referring to the Brownstown thing, yeah, Brownstown, and uh, certainly at Bristol, we saw some cars just crazy crashes. But and and I don't know if if the rules need to be changed with the cars because of the attitude that they're running in, or if the tracks need to pay closer attention to track prep. But the cars that we have today do not. They're, they're just not compatible with a rough racetrack. Speaking of um, that uh, rollover real quick uh, at uh, Brownstown last week, and one of the drivers that flipped that was uh, transported to the hospital, Fast Eddie of uh, yeah. Lebanon, Ohio. He, uh, I guess, is, uh, I think he's home was the update. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Did you, uh, did you happen to see that 602 crate? Uh, crash from Bristol. Where That's all. Caught, there was a lot of crashes of, at Bristol. Scott, he caught one of the little barriers. Uh, whatever the dirtles. Yeah, whatever they used to replace the infield tractor tires. Um, that car flipped ten times. Um, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. A, I saw a few of them. Was it coming off the corner? Yeah, coming off or of four, heading that. towards the flag stand. Yeah, I think I did see that one. That's but, good. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what what needs to be done, but... Uh, You're a, a car builder. Ways. I mean, you should... What 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 can you do to keep uh, keep the cars from, from rolling? Make them wider? Well, um... I realize that's not feasible, but yeah. I mean, what what can you do? We, we laughed last year when they talked about checking the droop rule on cars, and that uh, that probably needs to be reeled in. Uh I don't know how you would legislate it, but you need to flatten the cars out a lot. How do you do that? Um, and how do you do that that's cost-effective? Keep the left rear from hiking up. Keep the right front from sitting on the bump stop. So you're talking um, about suspension, not not actually yes, flattening ab- the cars. Ab- I got gotcha. you. Right, right, right. <laughs> Absolutely suspension. Um, poke a hole in the nose. Get Get the get the nose from being pinned to the racetrack. These are all things that will slow the cars down, and, and and that's not what I'm advocating. I, I don't care how fast they go. It's the attitude that the cars are in. They're halfway rolled over all the time right now. Uh, and all you take, all it takes is just a little bump on the driver's side, and the car goes over. Hook a rut on the rut with one of the right wheels, and the car goes over. And... We're just very fortunate that nobody was seriously injured in Bristol. Um, 
couple of guys that rolled it uh, at Brownstown over the weekend were injured a little, but um, the containment seats are good. The, the Hans devices are good. You know, drivers think they're Superman, but uh, that's Davenport. We've, we've just, we've just got to do something or somebody really is going to get hurt. You know, we don't have window nets. We don't have window nets. Uh, do what any would it take for, for are there, somebody's? Are there any dirt lay model series that run window nets? Uh, Michigan. Okay. The the, car, the the Michigan the MSPA type cars, the ones that run the American Racer tires. Uh, yes, they do. Um, you know, what would it take for somebody's hand to come off the steering wheel and, and go out the window? Um, that that's why sprint car drivers run the arm restraints. Um, Jack straps, yeah. Jerry, we were talking about uh, the propensity of dirt late models to roll over now, uh, where, where that wasn't common, you know, six or seven years ago. Uh, the attitude that the cars are in and, and what we're asking the suspension to do uh, means that just hitting a rut or getting hit uh, while you're crossed up uh, on the driver's side, uh, cars cars are going over like crazy and we need Absolutely. to be pro- we need to be proactive on that. I agree 100%. It, it, I mean, but it's a product that speeds have picked up. You get to these, some of these tracks and, and like Brownstown, you know, very heavy, very rough. It, it doesn't yeah. take much, but but yeah, I definitely in the in the last 5 years I've seen more late models upside down and I think I have in my entire life. There's a always an advocate of safety, Matt uh, Swander there. Thanks, everybody. Yep. Hey, Jerry, you got uh, the show up. Somebody watching the show there with you. We're getting a little bit of yes. feedback. Is it, is it echoing real bad? Yeah, I can. if you can get that Let turned me. down a little. That'd yep. be cool. Give me one second. I'll be right back. Take your time. Uh, I want to thank Real Geese Silhouette Decoys, the most technologically advanced goose and duck decoys ever produced. They're manufactured right here in the U.S. Check out realgeese.com or call 419-800-8100. So Rick Eshelman was scheduled to be our guest tonight. He uh, is apparently having a, a little bit of a crisis again, probably with his 1980s uh, vehicle. But he upgraded his phone, so I would think he's upgraded his car in that time. I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, let me see something. Let me. Hello, me. You're better. It takes a while, I guess. If I hear, I don't, I don't hear. Forty-five seconds. Is that what it is? There it is. I still hear me. I still hear me. But it's better. It's all right. We can live with that. All right. Um, also, want to thank uh, Millstream Speedway returning to racing action May 9th. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, or MillstreamSpeedway.net. Their new logos out there on their uh, website, and they have the very cool new logo. Yes, test and tune coming up, and we're going to do a live broadcast from there. Uh, I'm not sure we'll do much talking. Maybe we'll just show a lot of the cars on the track. Well, um, I'll be the one talking. You guys will be out actually on the we'll, track. We'll be, I gotta sit and... we'll be coming in and out. Uh, yeah, I got to live vicariously through you guys. Well, that's all right. Well. Maybe I'll take my phone in the car and we'll do some live stuff from the car in Ron's car. So Jerry, Jerry, is your schedule going to allow you to do any racing in your truck at all this year? Uh, I am taking the week of June 5th off uh, from which Shady is, Bowl. Which is the Keyser Memorial. Right. That's the Keyser Memorial Limeland on the 4th. And then Saturday will be uh, be up to Oakshade. Uh, my plan, oh, lost my earpiece here. My plan right now is to get the truck ready, and I'm 
wanting to put together a uh, paint scheme to, to, to tribute my dad and my grandpa. And maybe since I am going to be at Oakshade, hopefully racing, I, I, I tribute maybe to my dad's first feature win, which came at Oakshade back in 1987, I believe Ooh. it was. So. so what happens if you actually get the feature win? Oh, I, you'll see. He'll be protested some, and DQ'd. Yeah, because I'll be in tears. You guys, you guys won't be able to talk to me in victory lane or anything. It, it would be something incredible. And but just being just getting a chance to race at Oakshade is going to be a bucket list item. Just just like announcing there, just being able to come up there and help you out has been amazing for me. Just because that's where Dad got his first feature win. You know, it's the same as you know having announced at Lima Land and, and Eldora. You know, places where my dad had a lot of fun racing over the years and a, you know, a lot of good memories. So. Looking forward to hopefully getting my first laps at Oakshade this year. Matt Swander just posted something about no phones in the car. Was that an issue? I think, at that, our... I think that was in response to me saying I would take the phone in the car at the test and tune uh, at Millstream. I see. Okay, okay. Hey, that's not an official event. And there is no rule. There, there was, uh, <laughs> what was it, the, the driver at Daytona testing, I forget who it was, you know, did a Facebook yeah. Live in the car, yeah. and he got, uh, it was Arca, Arca driver. Busted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no phones. It's, I don't advocate that. Probably not a good well, idea even to test in tune. I don't know. Well, with uh, the rule saying no no radios and you know, no two way communication devices, I wonder if anybody has used the phone. Oh, you could put it you could just use uh, like a little headset earbuds, and hide earbuds it in your fire whatever, suit. Yeah. yeah, it's a good question. If uh, yeah. Ra- receiver in one ear, telephone in the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, it'd be easy to uh easy to actually see or hear the person in the car because you're going to have so much engine noise, car noise. But if it's in the helmet, your mic's in the helmet. That's true. That's true. I do have uh, like one of those uh, motorcycle helmet things where I can hardly, I can barely hear anybody when they're calling me and I'm on the highway. And it's one of those things that like answers automatically. So I don't have a choice. And it just kind of happens because it's a Bluetooth thing. And like all of a sudden I can barely hear somebody like, I'm on the highway. I can't hear you. I don't know who you are. I'll see you in a little bit. I'll figure it out. That's just a technology problem. My buddy Scott Hammer could overcome that. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, here it is. Uh, Dean Uh sent me a picture here of uh, Fast Eddie in that. What you... Exactly what you were talking about uh, with the the flipping over, and that's a that's a pretty wild picture there. Check this out. Boom. Oh, Ooh. yeah, I did. I did see that. Yeah. Uh, did have wow. since I've been gone. Did anybody talk about Red Farmer? Yeah, we did. You missed that tornado. Okay. Yes, terrible, terrible. I'm glad everybody's okay. Just you know, stinks for Red. Now going to have to start his season back over. <laughs> So who who do we have for a fill-in guest tonight? We'll do that real quick before we get to the news. Yeah. Well, I can bring Tim in. Tim, Give okay. me just a moment. Let, here. Let's talk to Tim. Is he going to be I able to hear at the same time? You're going to share earbuds. Well, I'm going to actually. I will. Whoa! Well, organic. Unplug. Yeah, the we're going to have to get organic. Well, if I unplug the earphones, then you guys are going to hear the show through the speaker here. Let me see what I can do real quick. It might be all right. I can already hear myself through there. While you're doing that, we'll go through some news, and you can figure that out and let me know when you're ready. How's that? How, how is that? That's fine. Okay. 
Sounds good to me. All right. Well, he's doing that. Uh, we got a, a little bit of racing news here. Uh, Kyle Larson announced on uh, Tuesday the la- launch of the Kyle Larson Foundation. While stating his initial goal to raise $500,000 in donations, Larson is celebrating uh, the launch of his foundation with the Drive for Five initiative, which he will use to raise money for communities in need. Uh, to help kick off, this is a quote, to help kick off the Drive for Five program, I'm donating personally $5 for every lap completed as well as $5,000 for every top five finish, Larson said in his uh, video announcement. Now, my question is, is that just in the cup car or is that in everything he races because he's going to be broke? Better have good sponsors. Better, yeah. uh, Jerry, did you mute yourself, Jerry? Unmute yourself. Yeah, we were muted for a second. I'm going to let you go through the news while Tim was just wanting to know what we wanted to talk about. And we don't, we don't know. Putting him on the spot. We don't know. Well, he can chime in with the new, Well, Here, we'll do the news, and then we'll, we'll talk to Tim. But you can feel free to, to chime in anytime, sir. Yeah, you hear anything you, you, you want to talk about? Uh, during a pit stop, uh, did, did you, any of you guys uh, see the, the Xfinity race? I didn't see this live uh, did not. with uh, D- Daniel Hemrick and, and Noah Gregson. Uh, apparently, this is this is what I've heard, and I've seen part of it, but I didn't see all of it. So apparently, there's a little bit more in this story here. Uh, Daniel Hemrick uh, overshot his pit stall due to another car leaving their pit box. Um Instead, Hemmer came to a stop in the box of Noah Gragson. That caused Gragson to miss his pit stall as well. Now, this is the part I did see where Hemrick and Gragson uh, then backed into their boxes. Gragson took it a bit further, backing up into the front nose of Hemrick's machine as uh, Gragson pulled forward uh, to line himself back up in his box. Stuck his hand out of the window and uh, told Hemrick he's number one with his middle finger after the race. And everybody's I'm sure seen this Gregson was in the middle of a uh, TV interview when he was approached by Hemrick Gregson threw a punch uh, that was dodged by Hemrick Hemrick then came back with a punch of his own. A uh, JR Motorsports crew member then grabbed Hemrick as he had him in a headlock. Gregson uh, reached around and landed a punch on him uh, Sunday morning. NASCAR announced that uh, Noah Gregson would not be penalized for the contact on pit road. Um, and I guess I think I read there was no other penalties uh, from any of that. So, have at it, boys! Isn't that what they said years ago? At I its guess. finest, at its finest. It, are, do you guys approve of that? Y- y- y'all for that? Hey, the cameras were there. They caught the whole thing. You know, those folks paid good money. Speaking of cameras, speaking of cameras, then is, so are you saying this is okay even at the local track? I, it, violence is never okay. It's never the answer. But I would rather see a guy. That's why people go to hockey pop, games. Pop a dude in the nose because he's mad about something that happened on the track than to use a race car as a weapon. Absolutely. You're risk, risking not well, only. Yeah. Jerry, when that when that happens, there's always a third party that winds up involved. Yes, sir. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's not a good thing. Well, speaking of cameras, uh, Millstream will, uh, and they announced this last Wednesday. We forgot to, to cover this last week, but uh, Millstream is going to have live streaming this summer for all their events. Uh, it'll be live streamed on thecushion.com. The is important Ooh. in thecushion.com. If you go to cushion.com, I think you get like furniture cushions or something. And it's not going to be as fun <laughs> to watch. So uh, if you can't make it out to Millstream this summer, uh, all the events uh, will be streamed on thecushion.com. Dot com. So uh, if there's a fight, make sure you're on camera. Look for the camera guy and then throw your punches. Over here. Yes. <laughs> well, Jerry, the, 
The, the nice thing about punching somebody in the nose or giving them a shove or whatever is that they know exactly who the aggression is pointed at. If you dump somebody in the racetrack, you know, was it an accident? Was it real? If you confront them, there's no question. Well, Gre- right. Gregson seems to uh, seems to be uh, in the middle of a lot of things recently. Yeah. And, and that kind of can stir up things between you know other drivers thinking that he's, you know, giving he's a the troublemaker. Yeah, yeah, kind of one of those deals. But you know, hopefully that all evens out. And Gregson is obviously talented, or he wouldn't be where he is. You know, or so wealthy. It, well, that too. But <laughs> oh, oh, oh. that doesn't well, that's hurt. Why I'm where I'm at. Yes, <laughs> not for my good looks. Uh, the must-see racing sprint series presented by Engine Pro and the Maxima Racing Oil must-see racing Midwest Lights will each kick off their 2021 seasons next month. Must-see racing sprint series will now entertain several multi-day events uh, to be contested at the same track. The idea behind the new format is to help curb travel expenses for teams while uh, running the same number of events as in past seasons. Doing two-day events will cut the number of, of weekends Teams normally have to run in the past by half. Uh, the season-long championship chase format has been replaced by the Engine Pro Fast Car Dash Mini Series with a points fund to be awarded at the uh, year's end Champions Banquet Celebration. Not exactly sure what all that means. Uh, additionally, uh, traditional points fund money normally paid at season's end will be paid out in the form of bonuses, incentives, and travel guarantees during these multi-day weekends. So different approach at thing yeah I'm, I'm always for you know wait series and stuff trying to find ways to save these guys money and and, and you know consolidate their series I, I like longer race season but at the same time it, it you know it's it's tough on everybody to have to haul long distances every week and tra- you know to try to get their car ready to go every week so yeah i think it's a good idea how about a 42 day summer national schedule jerry <laughs> the hell tour oh William Byron picked up right where he left off last season by winning the season opener for the uh, iRacing or eNASCAR iRacing Pro Invitational Series. I'm doing two different things. Uh, Wednesday night at uh, the virtual version of the Bristol Motor Speedway's dirt-covered oval. Byron, who started on the outside pole, I, I don't even care. It's iRacing, so it doesn't really matter Hey, wait, wait, but, wait, 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 wait. But, but, did you hear about Timmy Hill, though? At no. this deal, and this kind of has a tie into real racing. Not that I racing is not real racing. I was a I was a pioneer in the online sim racing deal back in like 2000 with my dial up connection, playing NASCAR 2003 or 99 or whatever. That's the hell where it was. all this started. That was yeah. rat bag at its finest, and it was before it was papyrus. It wasn't even a rat bag. Papyrus, yeah, yeah, the old papyrus. NASCAR racing. Yes, yeah, yes. Exactly. We did a little bit of that, too. <laughs> anyway, uh, Timmy Hill was not invited to the Invitational. You know, he did real I think, what, he won a race last year when uh, NASCAR kind of mm-hmm. put went on pause and everything went uh, online. Uh, he was not invited this year, which messed up some of the sponsorship deals for him because I guess part of his sponsorship on his real race car included uh, the sponsorship on his uh, virtual race car. So he's he's kind of uh, uh, in a pickle there with with that. I'm not sure. Hopefully he can get that worked out and continue racing the rest of the NASCAR season. Uh, and that's all the news I have. We may have a, a surprise guest actually joining us. Okay. As you said, well, it's it's a uh, 
Organic. Organic, yes. But who, who do we have sitting next to you? And Give us a little bit of background what's going on there again. Well, I'm over here at uh, Tim Sims, the, the Hillbilly High Banks, the home of Tim Sims, powered by racing. Got the man himself, Tim Nichols, with me. Uh, Tim started this. What, Tim, when, when did we get started with all the simulators and everything? Oh, 102, wasn't it? Oh, 102. Yep. Started with uh, computers and stuff mounted to the tables down in the basement, and it's grown, and Tim's turned this into a, quite an operation that's led to not only uh, the, the simulators, but also down a dirty racewear which includes the Dirty Dicks Racewear and uh, Dirty Girl. So, Tim, you know, we, we got a lot going on at the Hillbilly High Banks, hopefully in 2021. Got some great things. We started with the uh, General Tire Winter Nationals that just wrapped sure. up. Uh, let's let's talk about first, let's talk about that. How did the Winter Nationals go out for you? Well, that was great. It's the first one we had. I mean, you know, money-wise, everybody wants to race for money. But, you know, you get a set of tires with the value that this is worth, it helps a racer, and that's what I'm out to do with the General Tire and some of the super clean sponsors I have. I'm a racer of all kinds. I love every dirt track. I love shows like this, and that's what the Hillbilly High Banks is going to be about. Anything about racing, yeah, I know I'm an iRacing, but I've been a race fan since I remember, and I always will be. And it's my blood. You know, a lot of people say dirt's in my blood. Dirt will plug up your veins. Mine's alcohol. That's an all. That's that what makes me go, you know, and that's the way I look at it. But with the high banks, we have so much going on, and I want to revolve the real racers into the i racing. Like the Hillbilly High Banks, I have people come here year round that are real racers. I have people stay here. I have people come in and work on the cars here when they're around for the speed week and stuff like that. And this is going to be a home for some of them where they're going to be able to relax. They come to the hotel, they're going to come over here and enjoy the high banks, and it's going to be something that's going to be on air. You know, it's one of the things, we're going to have all kinds of different shows. we got a lot of events coming up that pays money, and we would love to have you guys get on board a little bit with a deal that Larry Bell's doing that's going to be announced real soon with Fort Wayne. We're going to run a nine-month series, one a month, race, 410 race at different tracks. Larry Bell's putting this together where we can go in, and we're going to have it all boiled down to the Fort Wayne Rumble. And we're going to have people over the world racing with us, and I'm going to have 12 simulators there. We'd love to invite you guys there for Thursday night part of it to do your show there with some of this. Be more news. We need to get these people that deny racing. I don't know the Ivies do. You know, and I know a lot of the guys, racers, they do it at home. I want to bring it all together. And, you know, I, I, I love racing. I want to do everything I can. But my dream is I racing because I've never been able to afford to race. I know what it costs. I've seen it with my uncles. I've helped. And... It's, you know, I have so many memories. I'm working on my wall in my high banks room over here. And people's going to come here just to see there. It's going to be history. Well, let me let me ask you some questions uh, about your your deal there. For for those of us that, yeah. that aren't as familiar, is is this is this like a club? Is this open to the public? Is this an invite-only kind of thing? Open to the public. Okay. And We are going to have this opened up once I'm done to where different guys, if it's drivers, different fans, are going to come here a certain night of the week and run in the leagues. They're going to be able to come in here and, and join me like I do on Monday nights. Right after we get done here, we have a 410 series that's coming on on the Dirt Racing Network that I'm involved in. And it's real racing. Guys from all over the world are racing. And there's real racers involved in this. And, and we run it just like a real program. And there's money involved in this. This okay. series might get bumped up to big money next series. Now, how much and, How much know, does it cost to, to come out and, and race in one of your simulators? 
when I'm at the Hillbilly High Banks, you, you you bring me a Pepsi, you can stay all night. <laughs> I like that price. No, I'm here to have because it costs money. To, it costs money to 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 do the i racing thing. I mean, that's like a monthly subscription, and yes, yes. So I mean, you gotta. How do you offset those costs? Well, truthfully, I am sponsored by iRacing. Oh, okay. And you know the the software that the NASCAR and World Outlaw used for this. I was the first one to have the Dirt Vision. I worked with them to work that out, and I had that before it went out there. And we did a big show in York with the Wicked Cushion, Matt Henninger, and we had people live. We had the show was broadcast in Australia from an Australian, and they're the UD TV, and. This is really getting big. I mean, this is where money's going. The racing's getting expensive. But I'm sponsored by iRacing. All my racing's free. I can pull you up on any track, any car you want to. You name it, we'll bring you up, and you can run over here. My job is to get people hooked on iRacing. It's okay. just like giving a kid candy. You know, they're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. You come over here to shop. I want to introduce you to iRacing. You're going to get down there and get to run with your buddies, with the VR on, however we'll hook you up to what you're comfortable with. Find a seat that fits you. And puts you in a race with guys, and it's it's so much fun. Say, I mean, it's for all ages. Say Ron wants to come down and he wants to to run a late model. Can he do that uh, when one of your sims? When you want to, where you want to run it at? You want to run Bristol? You want to Knoxville? <laughs> yeah. Where you want to run it, Ron? Oakshade. Oak yeah. I got more laps there. You got Oakshade on iRacing yet? Yeah, buddy, but I'd love to. Not yet, but that that's something. You, know, you put out the word, maybe we can get the folks from iRacing to to buy call, into that. That would call be, up that Dale Junior. Very neat addition. Call up. Call up Dale Jr. and have him come out and help map the track out. So there you can... go. <laughs> we need to invite you all three down here to do the show from here one night and get you guys racing and get it on and let people watch you guys do it. Well, I, I wouldn't want to show oh, up, you Ron. You, you don't see me and I racing. <laughs> didn't we, didn't we, that uh, dirt track simulator thing at one of the summer nationals, we had a little deal going on years ago, and I think I beat you, beat your time. And you said <laughs> it's because it wasn't a real car. Well, this with this, you guys will actually get to race head to head. We can set it up where it's just you guys. We can set it up where you're racing against people all over the world. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen some of the pictures I've shared, stuff going on with the, the new broadcast room, but it's getting underway. We're hoping to have some more, uh, more pictures coming up here soon of some of the more finished product. We got pictures starting to go up on the wall. Some of Tim's personal memorabilia from over the years with the you know, the Nichols brothers, his uncles that you know with Jack Hewitt driving. You name it. There's been a lot of great names in that car, and I can't wait to, to be able to share that with everybody once we get the room all finished so up over there. Where, uh, where, where exactly are you located? For you know, because we got people all over the world. I'm in Lima, Ohio. Lima, okay. It's where I'm from, Lima, Ohio. Actually, my uncles are the Nickel Brothers. They've raced for 48 years before they retired, and you know, we ran Oakshade a lot up there when they did run the sprint cars, and I had followed them in. They've got me hooked in racing, and you know, I've grown up with a lot of them, and a lot of the local people around here, you know, I grew up with them, knowing them, made friends with them. And it's, I mean, I, I can't explain it. This is my dream come true. You know, we said in my basement, we had one computer just like this and <laughs> dreamed of different things. And we've had 24, you know, you talk about running NASCAR three. We've had 24 cars hooked up in my garage running NASCAR three. Oh, wow. You know, I do remember that. that's what I'm working on is 24 iRacing cars. My logo is you name the place, I'll bring the race. <laughs> so they can hire me to come to their parties. I've done graduations, uh, proms, uh, bachelor parties, birthday parties, you name it. I've done it. And I do a lot of corporate stuff where I go in and they'll want four, six, eight cars. And we'll go in and be the entertainment for even like 
uh, for Napa. And, you know, we did a lot for Mopar over the years. But I've got a couple electric companies and stuff that have safety parties every year. I go set up for the day and they have a picnic. They do all their stuff. I'm the entertainer. So how do and people I go to work? No, I pick up two more. How do people get a hold of you? I am working on a, a, a whole new deal. It's going to be Tim at TimSims.com, my email. Phone number is 419-234-6628. Me and Jerry and a few other guys are really putting this together to really make this bigger. This is what I want to do. And I know, like you said, it's not real racing, but we're going to call this, this is a Hibbley High Banks. And if you ever see any of our video, it's real life here, okay? We get mad. We get in our, we never had anybody really get busted in the nose. But we've had trash cans kicked around and a few words, choice words. Any rage That's quitters? High banks. Any rage quitters? Yeah, we've had a few people leave and come back two weeks later. <laughs> yeah, we kid about it, you know. Uh, Tim no noted his, his email address and his phone number. Don't forget, you can also visit him on Facebook. Tim Sims, Tim Sims powered by iRacing on Facebook, where he answers that questions there all the time. A lot of people check him out there. So, what was, and again, that's where we're going to have pictures. What was the email address again? I'll make sure I got Tim this Tim at com. Like that? Two S's. Two S's at Tim, Tim Sims. Sims. Ah, ignore <laughs> what's on the screen then. Ignore that. <laughs> Try again, Scott. How about, uh, let's try this one. Our friends listening on iHeart. How's that one? Obviously don't know what this is going, so it's Tim. Tim, nope, but just one, no S on the front on Tim. Oh, I got Tim. Tim I give up. Just, yeah, don't look at this. <laughs> don't look at the screen. That's yeah, all good. Well, but that's yeah, cool. When is, uh, when's this uh, Fort Wayne deal supposed to be happening? Because I, I mean, Fort Wayne deal is always in December, right before December? Christmas. But hey, I'm not doing any other racing. Off, what, next month? Yeah, the league, but next month we'll be kicking off the start of it. All and right. It's going to be filtered out here more real soon. And maybe next Thursday or two weeks, Jerry will bring more to you about it. All right. We'll definitely be like, hi, Jerry, you've done this and you also have raced in an actual car. How does it compare? I mean, it's as close as you're going to get without sinking the big money in, into a racing deal. Uh, I mean, it, it it's still a computer. I mean, you, you don't get the, the, the feel the you know the the seat of the pants feel but that's coming we you know we force feedback steering wheels some of and, those guys they have stuff. more in their rigs than they do in their cars yeah that that and that takes away the fun when you have to sink that much money into it but by the way tim's built everything you can come over here you can have fun barney craig who has raced stock cars at lima land for 30 years mm -hmm. in eldora and is now the, the pace truck driver at eldora he comes over and races every monday uh in the big block modified series we've been running and he doesn't get that seat of the pants feel, but he still has fun. There's the email address. Okay, Thanks, there. Thomas. Tommy Cole posting the, the correct email address. I can't there. type. Yeah, so that's it. So, but yeah, it, it, you know, some guys you're always going to have somebody who just doesn't quite like it. But the more you race it, the more fun you're going to have. Just like anything, you log laps, you're going to get quicker, you're going to get better, and it gets competitive over here. I mean, I, I jump in and race with them as much as I can, and and, and we jump online and we race you know, with like I said, people all over the world. And Tim, who who does this quite a bit, is a, I, I hate to say it, a mid pack car at times. Oh. It, at well, best, you know, I, I've watched him struggle to get out of a C main. And, and, and I have not, I've yet to make an A main in any of the big shows. Uh, I won a little three hundred five. You know, uh, somebody just put up a room, and we we had you know twenty two cars in there. I got lucky and, and picked up the win. But you know, it's not that easy. It, it it's challenging, and it's worth if you want to put the time into it. 
you're going to have fun. All right. Well, keep us up to date. We have uh, we have someone on the phone here. We need, we need to move on here. Thanks, Tim. We appreciate Absolutely. it. Thank, Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. We'll definitely, get together. Definitely be down there. I'll have to check that out. Uh, an unexpected Tim with Tim Sims. An unexpected call. Or and we'll we'll potter up now. Are you are you there? I'm here. Hi. How are you? Hi. Oh. Ron, fine. Ron and Jerry, I think know who this is. Pam Hendricks, Oakshade Raceway. Guess what I got this Hi, afternoon, Ron, Pam. Jerry Scott. <laughs> Hi, Pam. Well, is that I what you're calling about, or, or what? What are we? What are you calling about? Did you want to share some Rick Eshelman stories? Oh my goodness, mine. No, they couldn't go over the air. All the stories <laughs> I got. <laughs> Remember, press box tells a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I checked in tonight. Always hot. Correct. It better not be. That's why it's got a little on-off switch on it. Yeah, but sometimes they don't think to shut it off. Well, no. Sometimes we forget. And sometimes there's things that are being yelled when we're trying to talk, and it happens. Anyways, what, what, right. what what's going on, Pam? Pam from Oakshade Raceway? Um, getting ready to fire up this season. You want to talk about the, the schedule? I was going to have Chrissy on in, in a few weeks, but uh, I was going to talk about the schedule. How about we do that now? Um, but oh. all I know is, we're opening the last Saturday of April and racing every Saturday after that till the end of September. Well, that that, <laughs> that pretty much covers it. <laughs> so is, I'll let her go over the highlights with you and stuff. With the, um, we do have a couple of ALMS races scheduled. Sam had gotten with me, but I haven't seen him put anything out yet. But we'll so, some of the two dates I gave him. Summer Nationals, Barney, yeah, and we, we're working on our championship night. Okay. Is, I, last year, there was no uh, ALMS series that I know of, right? I, I think they took last year off Correct. with everything. He didn't, going yeah, he didn't have any. Yeah. So, so. so according to the schedule that uh, we have right now, May 29th, so that's uh, Memorial Day weekend, is uh, American Late Model Series uh, night. The Barney Oldfield race, June 19th. Uh, is the other one, and then of course the birthday race, which isn't American Late Model Series; it's a Summer Nationals event uh, on July seventeenth with the uh, Modifieds and the Bombers. Uh, you got a couple of the uh, Oakshade Attica Raceway Park Challenge Late Model Series deals; three of those, right? And uh, and then the thing we had break on the show a few weeks back that I didn't even know about uh, is the uh, Dirt Track Truck Series. Uh, Happening uh, on June fifth, and looks yep, like we're gonna late models, sportsmen, and bombers that night. And here's something that that I that stuck out with me was opening night having uh, late models on there. It's uh, typically it's just been sportsmen, bombers, and compacts. Uh, any any insight? Did you notice that? I noticed. Did you that. notice it right away? It was the first thing. It's right there. <laughs> well, that don't mean you read it. I mean, it people be look and. Ron, did you see that? See what, Pam? (laughs) (laughs) The schedule. We're going to run late miles the first night we open. I've always advocated that up until this year, and we've been so busy. Pam, my car is still in the trailer from New Year's Day. I'm in serious trouble. (laughs) Yeah, you are, because you got one week left. (laughs) <laughs> that's right yeah because it's that's not the last saturday in april so it's actually a little earlier this year isn't it no i guess it is because may 1st it I is guess the it, last saturday yeah. it just seems like it's not because you got 
it's six early. days after that. Yeah, that's crazy. Correct. Any uh, Correct. any it's chance? Also, Mrs. Miller's birthday. It's also Mrs. Miller's birthday. <laughs> April twenty fourth. Yep. Uh, is there any uh, chance of uh, testing tunes uh, before opening night? Yeah, that's an important question. On the weather. Depends I've on the been weather. getting a lot of questions on that here at the shop, Pam. A lot of people yeah, are really, really excited. I'm not going to schedule one because by the time we do them, we won't be able to have one. But we'll get it out soon enough that we'll know when we if we can do it. And normally what we usually, are one of our biggest problems is, is the grounding settles out there. But it right now, it is, but we got the month of April to go to see what happens with all the the rain. But it is settled out over the winter already, so that's a switch. Yeah. I, I know, dry I, March. I, I know that the uh, that April's likely to be a wet month, but uh, I, I was looking at the Toledo paper this morning, and uh, the Toledo airport, as of this morning, had had two-tenths of an inch of rain, less than two-tenths of an inch of rain the entire month of March. That's yeah, it's really dry. dry. It's dry. Yeah, it's raining right now out here. <laughs> we're, we're making up for it. Dry. Making up some lost ground tonight. Uh, one thing that's missing from the schedule that I'm sure you're going to get uh, a lot of questions about is uh, the boss show. Uh, I know it was originally on the schedule last year before having to get pushed off because of all the COVID restrictions. Uh, is that maybe some of the reasons it's not on there? And I know that Chrissy had said that there could be some things added to this. This is not uh, necessarily the final version of the schedule. And she's talked to him, and that we just couldn't agree on the dates. The dates he wanted, and, you know, it was later in August. And I said, nah, I'm not going to do late in August, and I forget what the other one was. Might have been. I don't know. Chrissy's the one that talked to him, but we just couldn't agree on the dates. Gotcha. We couldn't get a date. That was the biggest thing, the date. Got to have a date to have one, but, you know. Yeah, that was always my problem. I could never get any dates. Yeah, I Maybe it was September. <laughs> you want me to help you get a date, Scott? You want me to talk to no, some of the people no, I know? No, I'm good. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it, though. You, you do enough for me already. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll uh, get the schedule, or I will get the schedule posted on the Oakshade website uh, shortly after uh, we go off the air here uh, so that full schedule can be up. And, of course, uh, Full show is pretty much uh, every Saturday night. You're going to see late model sportsman bombers and compacts, with the exception of, of a few nights, uh, like the dirt track truck series uh, special event. The compacts are off that night. Compacts and uh, sportsmen are off on summer nationals birthday, bir- birthday race night. Uh, well, I guess uh, with the thirty percent restriction, and I don't know if that could even be relaxed further maybe before we start racing season. Is is that any concern to you at this point? For the birthday race, it is. Okay, for the birthday <laughs> So general. you understand, you know, last year when we started out, we were at 50%. We were at 0%. And in August, well, when we started, yeah, it was 0 And then he gave us 50 that, Then in August, when he put the, for the schools to play football and stuff, he put the racetracks under the schools, and he dropped us down to 15%. Yeah. So now it's doubled, and we were racing at 15%, so I, I feel a lot better at the 30%, but I need more to do that birthday race. So we're, we're And hope, we're as hope- we all know, 
We used to, we got called every week from the health department that we did something wrong. <laughs> somebody did something wrong, and I kept telling them I don't think so, but, you know, somebody was a complaining, so. It was Maybe all won't my complain fault. So I'm much not going to be there the next year. You're, you're, you're covered. It's Jerry's fault. Uh, I, I'm covered. It was all Jerry's fault. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We know whose fault it was. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the one guy. I'm talking about the, he wasn't the only one that called. Someone called every week. Wow. And they they were really mad because there was not going to be a fair. There was not going to be the homecoming in Wasian. There was not going to be a Delta Chicken Festival or, you know, none of that. But didn't understand how we could race. There was a, so, a, a lot of that uh, going on last year, even with with other tracks that were like, well, how come they can do this, but we can't? You know, a lot of, why do they yeah. get to do this? How come we can You know, a lot of jealousy, I think. But uh, Yeah, I was just glad we were to able to race. Yeah. All right, Pam, we'll, so, uh, uh, we appreciate you calling in, and uh, we'll... Uh, well, I really wanted to listen oh. to Rick. I mean, it's so been did so I. long, and then, you know, because he's got car trouble, his phone don't work. What the hell? Uh, this is this is, this is is what I got. Uh, I got a message. I sent him a message here because he was supposed to join us at 7. Uh, he says, car trouble broke down. Sorry. And I said, so can you talk, or do we need to reschedule? And he says, reschedule. So that's and right. then, then I I got nothing else. So I, maybe something serious is going on there. I don't I don't know, but uh, yeah. Oh, I hope not. Stuff hope happens. Not. Yeah, we'll try and get him maybe on next week. Maybe he was week. supposed to be somewhere and he wasn't. We'll have him as a B guest uh, next week. We'll have uh, somebody on as our A guest, and we'll oh. have him as a as, if we have time to get to. Well, he can or help us here in the Or yeah, or he can just host Mind the down. show. What's yeah. that? <laughs> Okay. Like, the Kenny, like the Kenny Wallace segment, we can just sit back and yeah, listen. we'll just we'll just sit back and they can take over. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. So good talking to you all. Hope to see you here at the end of the m- April. Yeah, about a month. Right. Looking forward Thank to you, it. Pam. Yep. All right, Thanks, all right. Pam. You're welcome. Bye. Good night. Night. It's Pam Hendricks of uh, Oakshade Raceway again. Uh, there's your schedule, and uh, we will. Get that posted on oakshaderaceway.com here shortly. Uh, need to move on here because we do have some other things to actually get to. Uh, for not having a guest, we're <laughs> an official <laughs> guest. We have a couple guests, day. and yeah, we're still going. Um, Twitter uh, results from uh, our Twitter poll this week, and i got to pull that up here. The Twitter poll had to, poll had to do with uh, Anthony uh, – I'm sorry, Hunter Anthony, uh, as uh, you were talking about the uh, – Hornet feature winner almost, but not quite, at uh, Bristol. Did you see the story on that, Ron, where he he won the race but then was disqualified in victory lane because he didn't have his gloves on? I saw that. What uh, was your opinion on uh, uh, the way that was handled? I guess rules are rules. Did, did he? I don't know. Did he have gloves in the car? Did he take them off? He had gloves in the car. I think he was wearing them, but he took it off. There was a red flag right before the end of the race. From what I understand, he took them off during that red flag, and then I saw – I didn't see much uh, in his response until just today I read something that said that he doesn't like to wear gloves because he doesn't need – or it's not mandated at his local track. And without – he needs to be able to feel the car with, you know, the steering wheel without the gloves. Do the letters F, O, and S mean anything to you? 
Uh, no. Scott, the gloves are probably more important than the driver's suit itself. Um, if you're in the car and it's on fire, we, we talked about this uh, a year ago or so when, uh, when we had a guest on that had been burned. Yeah. And uh, if your hands are burning, you quit thinking logically. And uh, yeah, you'll stay in the fire longer if you don't if you don't have gloves on. And if uh, well, and, and some of the like the the seat belts have changed. They went from the the, the old pole type uh, seat belts to the cam lock because you can twist them. Then the reason is because if your hands catch on fire, your hands automatically curl up to try to protect themselves. There's it's not it's a function of your body. It's just you know human nature. So they they made the cam lock to try to help with some of that but at the same time if you don't have gloves on it and you're in a race car to me you're yeah yeah you're an idiot <laughs> jerry i have a i have a problem with with cam lock belts in dirt cars um you can think that they're latched um dirt infiltrates the uh the lock system the lock mechanism and uh they they can unlock so uh, I, I, like, I i, I still have the pull type I, I like the latch and link. Uh, they're pretty much idiot proof, and Lord knows we so, need as much of that in racing as we can. So we, we know it's an important safety thing, but do you think that the uh, penalty for for that violation yep. that was I, I, that was I the think right it was call way overblown? Yeah, okay. yep. I think they probably should have made that call before they allowed him to drive up the victory lane. Uh, I don't know if you guys were watching the broadcast, but you could see him, uh, you know, in the car right as soon as he pulled up, big smile on his face. Then you see the guy with the headset lean in, and and that smile kind of go, goes down into kind of a disbelief look. <laughs> I was like, I I felt bad for the guy, but but yeah, you're right. You know, if that's the rule, I mean, you have the gloves. Why not just put them on? I mean, yeah. So and uh, our Twitter poll, fifty percent said yes, that was a good call. Uh, 33% said, uh, no, that was ridiculous. And 16.7% said, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't care. So there's your uh, Twitter. Make sure to follow us uh, on Twitter at hammer report. Uh, and also make sure to stop by big D's pizza and Clyde. Give them a call 419-547-1444. Check out the big nut double decker burger. Mention the hammer down racing report, save 10%. And I believe they uh, may still be, uh, they just reshared that uh, post about looking for drivers. So if uh, you need a job, check uh, check them out. Speaking of needing a job, uh, uh, I just shared this this afternoon. Millstream Speedway is looking for folks to uh, run the the ticket gates, uh, concession stands, uh, a lot of jobs available there. Check out millstreamspeedway.net uh, for for that uh, for for more information on that and how you can uh, apply for those jobs. Work at a racetrack. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. We do it. We can attest. It's it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a pretty cool yeah. gig. Oh yeah. So last week's how many uh, was uh, how many sprints were we going to have at Attica on Saturday night for their opener? And that was uh, 410s and 305s combined. That number was 56 total sprint cars. And uh, guess what number I picked last week? 55. No, 56. I picked 56. Really? Yeah. So How did that happen? Because I'm that good. Uh, Dean Henry, who is also very good, and he... I don't know why he always plays because it's his pizza place that we're giving away the pizza from. But he's really good at this. He guessed 55 and uh, was kind of in a tie with John Young, who picked 57. They were both one off, and John Young's actually pretty good at this as well. Uh, so John Young is our uh, official winner of a Big D's pizza 
for uh, guessing correctly and how many. And speaking of way, I talked to John Young the other day. He wants to do a giveaway, uh, which we're going to do next week. This is the t- Remember I did the tease of the tease? This is the actual yeah. tease now, not the tease of the tease. This is the actual tease. Next month, we're going to be giving away a family four-pack uh, to uh, for a night at Oakshade. I believe uh, it's going to have four, I forget what it was, four drinks, four uh, burgers maybe. Don't quote me on that, but there's going to be food and four tickets. And uh, we're going to give that away for the how many, probably when Chrissy's on, uh, on the 22nd of April. So that's awesome. A little, little, that's cool, little very, extra. Very and so, yeah. And you'll still get the big D's pizza as well. So either way. Uh, yeah. Win, win. Yeah. There's no losing there. So, uh, this week's how many, how many caution periods will there be in the final cup series heat race on Saturday night at Bristol? They got the heat races starting at six o'clock. They're, I guess, qualifying races for Sunday's main event. Uh, there's going to be four of them. In that fourth one, how many cautions are we going to have? Oh, just in the fourth heat race? Just in the fourth heat race. And I think, what are oh. they, 10 laps, 15 laps? I know we said this before. 15, I do believe. Yeah. And they got... No, you're, ta- you're talking just caution. Just caution. Just caution flat. Caution periods, caution not laps, flag. because the the, lap. the caution laps don't count uh, in these heat right. races. They're only counting green flag laps. But how many times will the yellow flag fly once they start racing? Just in that heat, just in the fourth heat race. Just in that fourth heat race. That's 15 laps there. Who's Wait, going I, first? I guess I do. Since you I, gotta go I, I have to go first. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with one. Jerry? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. You think it's going to go green to checkered? I think the guys are going to learn watching the first uh, three heat races. And uh, and the truck heat races are before that at 430. Yeah. And I think they got four. I, th- I think somebody's getting dumped. That's, you that's think so? the fourth heat race. <laughs> somebody's going to try to get. And all those yeah. heat races you can watch on uh, FS1. Again, the truck races one start at 430, and then the cup races, four heat races start at six. Then they come back with the uh, the truck main event at what, eight. And the guys are going to be kind of aggressive because they're using passing points to determine starting positions for the feature. Yeah, kind of a weird deal there. So, uh, did, did Kathy have a guess this week? Oh yeah, you got a oh, guess, yeah. Mama? Um, six. Six. <laughs> Woo! She's thinking for it. She's, she's uh, counting on an ugly looking uh, heat race there. Uh, if you want to play along online for a chance to win a Big D's pizza, I believe it's a large pizza, as a matter of fact, uh, just put your guess in the comments. I know the, the ones that know what's going on have already done so. If somebody's already picked the number you want, that's okay. You can pick the same number. We've changed the rules on this uh, a while ago. Uh, we'll just spin the Big D's pizza wheel to determine the winner of uh, all the correct guesses. But you can only guess once. And if you guess more than once, you get the black flag, which I moved. It's now way back over there. So I'm not going to grab it. So there you go. And uh, we'll, you can do this up until, we'll say noon on Saturday. So if you're listening to us on uh, on Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever, you still can get in. Just uh, find us, uh, punch us up on on Facebook, facebook.com slash hammerdownracingreport. Or you go to hammerdownracingreport.com. Our link to our Facebook is there too. And uh, find the comments, put your guess in, and you'll be under 30 cautions. Chad uh, there we go. Cutsley there. Uh, He's, he's, he's counting yeah. on a lot of caution flags in a 15-lap <laughs> race. Wow. They may not start the truck race on time if that happens. 
I want to thank Ron Miller Race Cars up there in Lamberville, Michigan, 734-856-7223. I probably shouldn't, maybe I, we shouldn't promote you because you're busy and you need to get your late <laughs> model together, right? Should we not give you any more business? It, it'll happen. Uh, if you need parts and uh, safety equipment, that's probably the best thing for him. That doesn't take too much of his time. He can order that for you. He's got great prices. Uh, give him a call. Again, 734-856-7223. Uh, if you need him to build a race car, he does. He, you you might, might be a little late on it, that. It, it yeah. may, may take a little <laughs> bit, uh, but uh, he'll get it done. He'll get it done. So, uh, we got some upcoming races here. Um, we'll have the weekend weather pit stop right after we talk about the races uh, coming up this weekend. And we have a hammer down hotline tonight. That's uh, kind of interesting to finish off the show. So tomorrow night, Attica Raceway Park, if uh, not too much rain falls this evening, uh, the race will be tomorrow if uh, they do have Saturday as a rain date that they could push it back to, but that would uh, conflict with Waynesfield. So I'm hoping they don't do that. Yeah, um, that would definitely hurt their sprint car car count if they. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Attica Raceway, in our, our Raceway Park, it's a Venture Visionary Partners Night, 410s, late models, and the 305s. Gates open at 5, racing at 745. General admission is $18. And as I mentioned, Saturday is a rain possible rain date for that, should they need to use it. Uh, Waynesfield Raceway Park, it's been a while since we talked about them. They were off all last drove year. Drove past there today. Did you? Drove right by there today. Does yep. it look like it's ready to go uh, racing? It looks like it did two years ago when I was <laughs> <Okay>. there. <laughs> uh, this weekend, they're kicking things off. Actually, I believe it's the uh, kickoff for the Boss Series as well, and fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, ball- the uh, Let's let's Go 30 for the, the Boss Series, uh, honoring Russ Cook, who is a longtime fan. Uh, his son and daughter are both active members of, of DARF and his, his daughter is actually uh, second secretary for the DARF group and his son's a gro- heck of a go-kart racer. So uh, Russ was very, very good friend of racing and, and uh, very cool that they're honoring him with this, this event. So they'll be racing for 3000 to win for, for the Buckeye outlaw sprint series. That's the non-winged four tens. And then we'll have the fast winged sprint series. They're racing for 4,000 to win. Uh, no support classes. Uh, we talked to Aaron Fry on uh, Millstream's uh, Facebook live a little over a week ago and uh, basically made a good point where, you know, it's early in the season. You kind of want to f- get the shows done as quickly as possible because it gets uh, kind of chilly at night. Uh, it's not summer yet. So, so no support classes. Uh, and, and for this, uh, they're actually, this should get done at a decent time because the pits are opening at 1230 and the racing will start at 4 p.m. So, so there's a chance you could still make it to Attica after the race. Yeah. <laughs> if, well, it depends on what the times, if they do do yeah, uh, because they yeah, went. I'll, I'll start. I'll start scratching the B at Attica. Okay. I'll, I'll get done. It's uh, eighteen bucks uh, for that show at Waynesfield Raceway Park, and there is a rain date for for this event, but that's uh, a couple weeks out, April eighth, if uh, they need to do it. But I don't think that they're going to need to exercise that rain date because uh, Saturday's uh, looking great. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, how about we hear from Ryan? Yeah. Week- Ryan Weekman. It's been a while Yay. since we heard from him. Here's your uh, weekend weather pit stop. Oh, I almost forgot his. New sound effects here. Let's, uh, yeah. yeah. There it goes. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. First races of the weekend Friday down at Attica. It'll still be a little on the breezy side, but nowhere near as early in the day. Temperatures likely in the 40s. 
Saturday over to Waynesfield. And what it looks like right now is just a pleasant night. Temperatures could get as high as close to 70 degrees during the afternoon. It take a little bit of a dip overnight, but for late March, about as nice as you'll get for a late Saturday evening across the area. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. I don't know why. I still, I cannot hear him not say meaty. He's a, he's a meteorologist. He's very meaty. I don't need to know. I, I don't. Ryan Weekman being meaty. Uh, All I know is that picture gets me every time because I swear to God it's it's the cover of his Christmas album. <laughs> Uh, thanks to our associate producer, Dave Kemmer, and field correspondent, Matt Swander, Doug Dock. Next week on the show, uh, we'll try and uh, do a, a repeat here with uh, with Rick Eshelman. There are a lot of people that were looking forward to that. Uh, unfortunately, something coming up there. So we'll try and get uh, him on, and uh, maybe we'll see about uh, one of the feature winners this weekend, either at Attica or uh, Waynesfield. I'm going to have a race report for you one way or another. If You're going to be at I'm one of those tracks? I'm supposed to be taking a trip uh, to Kansas City, Missouri this weekend. It's kind of up in the air. If I go, I'm heading out to Lake Ozark Speedway in Eldon, Missouri for the Jason Johnson Classic, the World of Outlaws, $15,000 to win. Uh, I'll have a report from that if I go. If I don't, if I stay local, I'm going to Waynesfield on Saturday for sure. And I don't know if uh, – I think you were offline when I, I mentioned this, that uh, the Friday World of Outlaws show – has been canceled oh, and yeah, tickets US 36. Yes. And tick, if you have tickets for that, I believe they're honoring them at uh, the Lake Ozark uh, show. So very cool. If, that's you, very if you don't cool, want to read it. So there you go. I, I promise that's going to be a great show at Lake Ozark one where that that's a neat track and uh, $15,000 to win. Jason Johnson had a lot of friends and fans in the sprint car community. I look for a great field of cars and a, and a great show. I expect some interviews then get some interviews while you're down there. It, Hey, if I get there, I'm trust me, I'm going to the pits. We're, we're going to talk to everybody we can. All right. Make sure you record them. Two weeks uh, Two weeks from tonight, Doug Dock and Chris Mize from Sandusky Speedway will be on the show to talk about uh, what's coming up. Uh, they, they're going to get things started in a couple weeks. And then uh, we got things lined up uh, pretty much uh, through the beginning of May. So, and hopefully nobody else has any more car troll. Uh, we're going to leave you here in just a little bit. Uh, but first, we have our Hammer Down Hotline. And this is, uh, it's all directed uh, toward Ron. Ron's got some fans and some not fans. And uh, uh, here, here, well, before I, we play that hammer down hotline, call it anytime, 419-318-3081. Should explain what it is. It's just our, whatever you want to talk about, call it whenever. And uh, we'll most likely play back uh, whatever messages we do get, including messages that uh, kind of sound like, this weird stuff. I, I want to preface this, Scott. Yeah, Ron, I, I did play no, this for Ron before. <laughs> I have I have no idea what this individual is talking about. Nor nor do I have any idea who the hell it is. It's Terry. <laughs> it's Terry. Here's here you go. Ron, Ron, it's Terry. I mean it. You gotta weld this trailer better, damn it. I'm real mad. This is the third time, Ron. This is the third time this trailer's broke off at a job. I don't want to say anything bad about your mama, goddammit, but you need to fix this trailer, Ron Miller. Hey, Ron, it's Terry. I I wanted to apologize. I, I got pretty mad because that trailer that you welded broke again, and I just wanted to say that, Ron Miller, I'm sorry. Love and hate 
destiny and fate. All my questions have been answered, yet I still don't understand. I got a busted head. 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 Yes, this message is for Mr. Ron Miller. Question for you, sir. Is sleeping with your secretary a key to a successful and long-lasting marriage? <laughs> I had a hard time yeah, not, not laughing at your guys' reaction <laughs> during that. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, sleeping with your the, – the last one also directed to, to Ron there. So that that's a yes, sleeping with your sec- yeah, secretary. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, okay. yeah, sleeping with the secretary is definitely a cool thing. Especially if uh, if you're married to her, right? That helps. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Hammerdown Racing Report. Um, show number Real quick. Want to thank thank Tim again for having oh, yeah. me in. Thank, uh, tell him thanks. Sure to- tell him yeah. thanks for uh, for filling in as uh, he was a pretty good guest there. We're gonna have to check that out. Maybe uh, come up with some kind of some kind of deal there. Well, we got plenty of Wi-Fi, plenty of computers come down. We'll, we can do a show right here any Thursday. We guys want to do it. Obviously, racing season's coming. I know you guys can be busy on working on your race cars, but we're here. Make sure you turn into the Dirt Racing Network on Monday. You can see the Tim Sims deals going down there. Uh, some of our great racing, and uh, I'll have more information as soon as it you know, comes about from over here. Once again, I want to thank Oakshade Raceway, our uh, presenting sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report, Real Geese Silhouette Decoys. Make sure to uh, check them out on the web at realgeese.com. Millstream Speedway, again, test and tunes, a couple of those coming up in April. Check them out on their website, Big D's Pizza over there in Clyde. Always a great sponsor. And another great sponsor, Ron Miller Race Cars. Yay! He's got his all-star shirt on there. So uh, make sure to get out and support all our sponsors because without them we wouldn't be able to do this. Um, I don't know. Is this even a show? I don't know what to call this. It's like a, a thing. We wouldn't, be able to, is what we wouldn't be able to do this thing that we do. <laughs> and we'll be back next week doing this thing that we do. Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Uh, again, uh, it's like Rick Rick has uh, gone offline here, so he, he must have something going on. We'll try and get Rick Eshelman back on, reschedule for next week. Um, everything, we'll have to how many. Weekend weather pit stop, everything. It's going to be back uh, next week. 7 o'clock, Facebook, Twitter, awesome. YouTube. Follow us, uh, like us on there. Rate us. If you're going to rate us less than a four, then don't rate us because that doesn't help us. We don't like that. Right. And um, If you like us, tell your friends. If you don't like us, don't tell anybody. And uh, and if you just don't, you have no friends to talk to, call the Hammer Down Hotline. We'll talk to you. 419 318 3081. You can do that whenever. Oh, we'll listen to you. I don't yeah, know if we'll that's listen. a good idea. It's automated. Maybe, maybe you know who Terry is. We can talk about Terry in this trailer that he's having issues with. I, and I we can know. point him towards somebody that can weld because certainly <laughs> wasn't us. <laughs> All right, we're out. We'll see you next week. Get out and support a local track. Good night, everybody. See y'all. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform.
Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.